0: LeeTDickey.com Hey what's going on everybody Lee Dickey here welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast we're talking Christmas and the holidays again with my guest this week Will Nash now Will is an on-air personality and all-around radio pro with 96.7 Chime FM in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. It was a real pleasure to have Will on the show. We talked his radio career, his love of Christmas and the holidays, and his teaching career, because he is a professor out at Mohawk College in the radio program. Again, it was a real pleasure to have Will on the show. You can interact with Will on Instagram, Twitter, and all forms of social media at WillNashOnAir, hashtag WillNashLive. I will link all those below. All those links will be in the description. Please do check out my guest, Will Nash, on the air at 96.7 Chime FM, and on social media at Will Nash on air. Will, it was a real pleasure to have you on. Thanks for coming on the show, and if you ever want to do another episode, please do just reach out, let me know, and we will set something up. My inbox is always on, and my door is always open, and you are always welcome back here. Now that you know a little bit about my guest and what we're talking about today, I want to tell you a little bit... A little about me, where you can find me, and where you can find the Beats and Speaks podcast. Of course, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dicky. That's L-E-I-G-H-T-D-I-C-K-E-Y. All those links will be in the description below. You can find the Beats and Speaks podcast on my official website, LeeTDickey.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. Please do rate us five stars because that helps us climb in the rankings, which helps me put out more episodes and more content for you all because I really do enjoy doing this show. So please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. We're on YouTube as well by searching for Lee Dickey TV, but of course, all those links will be in the description below. If you'd like to be a future guest here on the Beats and Speaks podcast, please do email me at LeeTDickey, again, that's L-E-I-G-H-T-D-I-C-K-E-Y, at gmail.com, and we can set something up so you can hear yourself and find yourself sharing a Wi-Fi connection with me right here on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Thanks again for listening. We'll get right into the main event, which is my chat with Will Nash, where we talk everything about his radio career, his career at Mohawk College as a professor in the radio program, and most importantly, since we're getting close to Christmas and it's November and talking about Christmas is completely legal, his love of Christmas. So here it is right now, the main event, my interview with Will Nash right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast.
1: Hey, it's Will Nash of Chime 96.7. I'm also an instructor at Mohawk College, and I host my own Facebook Live show, hashtag Will Nash Live, and you're listening to the Beats and Speaks
2: podcast with Lee Dickey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and anyone else, within earshot of the sound of my annoying voice, welcome to another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. I am lucky enough to share a Wi-Fi connection right now with someone else who is more important than I, and has spent a a considerable amount of time in the radio industry, but we're here not only to talk about his journey in radio, but also Christmas because it is November by the time we record this and probably by the time you hear this. So talking about Christmas and the holidays is legal. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Will Nash. Will, thank you for joining me on the Beats and Speaks podcast this week.
1: Lee, thank you so much for having me. That was quite an intro, and I just have to say, you are important. You're just as important as I am. Don't sell yourself short, my friend.
2: I really can't help that. I'm only five and a half feet tall.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you have a point. I'm about six foot two, so there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably
2: come up to about your midsection at that point.
1: <laughs> you would come up to my midsection. Yeah, that would be accurate.
2: <laughs> so, you spent several years in uh, radio. Explain to me where your passion for radio and love for the industry kind of started.
1: I mean, honestly, and and I know you hear a lot of people say this, but I was, you know, I was that kid who was uh, coming home from school and going to my room and turning on the radio and just listening to some of my favorite DJs play like top 40 music as I was, uh, you know, kind of trying to work away at my homework, but I was more focused on, you know, what songs were being played on the radio than what I was learning in school, and that's uh, that's really where it started for me. I mean, I remember my mom, uh, she always had the radio on in the house when she was dropping us off at school. We grew up listening to CH5, funny enough, but it was probably when I was like 10, 11, I really began to, you know, develop my own like musical taste and, you know, find stations that I wanted to listen to, right? So That's really where it started for me. And then, you know, from there, I guess I was just like an avid radio music lover, pretty much as long as I can remember. Like, And then, you know, later on in life, I was like, okay, maybe I can, you know, do this as a job. Maybe I can do what I've listened to all my life. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And we mentioned that you listen to CHFI always. Currently, you work for. 96.7 96.7 Chime FM out in Kitchener, which is basically the CHFI equivalent for the Kitchener market. So what is that like? Honestly, I started back at
1: Chime in May. And, um, you know, I, I had been through a position, uh, a situation previously at the end of 2018 where I, you know, I found myself looking for work. Right. And it was a situation of I was just kind of reaching out to everybody and um, trying to find like, something that was a good fit for me. But I'll say from the minute I walked in the door at a Chime, you know, everyone there was just super, super sweet, um, you know, very creative environment, very, you know, Rogers is very like open concept with even just like how they structure their offices. Right. And I think that that kind of just really helps everything. And I mean, it's a great station. You're right. It is a, a blue di- what they call the blue diamond brand, like CH5, like Chime. Uh, like so many other stations that Rogers has. And um, yeah, it's been just a great experience. And it's nice to kind of be in a space that, you know, flourishes with creativity. And also like, you know, everyone who you're working with is just super, super supportive of what you're doing. Right. So, um, you know, it it really has been amazing.
2: Well, you know, I remember listening to you on your previous station. I'll have to tune in to Chime to, to hear you some more. And I know that here in Toronto, where I'm from, or at least where I'm producing the show out of, CHFI. Since we're here to talk about Christmas, is basically the Christmas music station for the Toronto market. Is chime the same way out in Kitchener, where you guys are, or where you are?
1: Absolutely. Now, off the top of my head, I can't remember the exact dates, but I believe CHFI goes full on Christmas uh, the day of the like Toronto santa claus parade right and then i you know i believe chime we're gonna go all christmas as well for everybody in a kitchen or waterloo i i don't think it's quite as early as chfi but it's shortly after that towards the end of uh this month that we'll be going full-on christmas right so yeah i'm excited for that i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be uh a lot of fun i mean i i know everyone has an opinion (laughs) on christmas music and you know starting the holidays, at at what point is it okay to listen to Christmas music, watch Christmas movies, go shopping, host Christmas parties, that sort of thing. But, I mean, Christmas is my favorite time of year.
2: And same here. I mean, I I guess I'll tell you this story really quickly. Last last year for Halloween, I thought it was a good idea because I thought it was funny, and I still think it's funny, and I stand by it. (laughs) You can't tell me (laughs) otherwise. (laughs) For Halloween, I dressed up as Santa Claus. No way! Yeah, I will. That's a ama- that's a great idea. Why not, right? I, I had a um a, a Christmas vacation sweater and a Santa hat, which I have attempted to wear through this entire interview, but I had to take it off because it's going to get in the way. <laughs> I can't wait to see your picture after. I, I will I will send you the photo for sure. But um, <laughs> I, I decided to do that because I thought it would be funny, and so many people got angry at me. They, they physically wanted to fight me. <laughs> like, you know, I mean,
1: that's when it's like, you know what? I mean, Halloween is all the dressing up and kind of, you know, playing, playing, right? Playing imagination, having fun with everything. It's like people, I think people need to kind of, you know, <laughs> maybe relax a little bit yes, when it comes so to that I. stuff because, uh, you know, you're just someone who is, you know, it's not like you're saying Halloween, you're not saying that Christmas is starting on October the 31st. You're just saying, hey, you know what? It's Chris. It's, uh, halloween and i'm gonna dress as santa claus because i can
2: yeah pretty much and like let's be honest (laughs) it would be it's hilarious but oh it's so funny yeah so funny i thought that you know i'd get more well some people were on board with the idea because they got the joke but a lot of people were like it's too early you realize that you know the clock strikes midnight and this is seasonally acceptable holiday clothing right
1: Well, and and this is just it, right? And you also mentioned Christmas Vacation in there, yeah. and that is a movie that is, I have to watch it at least a couple of times every holiday season.
2: So what is, I mean, you mentioned Christmas Vacation, what is your favorite Christmas movie?
1: I mean, that's up there. I mean, that is really, really one of those movies that is just, you know, it's been around for what, like 30 years? Something probably close to
2: 40 at this point. (laughs) yeah.
1: Like, it is hilarious. Uh, You know, so many great lines in that movie. Uh, It's just so rewatchable. That's definitely up there for me. I love, love, love uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Off the top of my head, trying to think of some other ones that really kind of stand out. I actually, you know, as someone who, you know, grew up in the 80s and the early 90s, like, I love... The Muppet
2: Family Christmas special that was on. Yeah, you know, I I can't even fault that because I love it, too.
1: So I'm I'm not talking the one that's like the Scrooge one, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking there was another special where they were at like Fozzie's grandma's house, right? Yeah. That's the one that, again, it's just so rewatchable. Uh, Another another great one from my childhood as well. Also, I mean, you know, you got to go with Elf, right? Will Ferrell Elf.
2: See, everybody says that. I mean, I, I talked to somebody uh, about Christmas probably a couple days ago. And huh. they had mentioned that. And like, I have friends that say, yeah, I watched Elf in July. To be honest, for me, if it's on, I will keep it on in the background just for background noise for the holidays. Or even year, yeah. year-round. because. Why not? I'm the guy that yeah, exactly. thinks, thinks about Christmas 365 days a year. There is no such mm-hmm, thing. As, mm-hmm. not <laughs> yep. thinking about it. But I I've never been a big fan of Will Ferrell. But I, I will admit, every time I hear him scream Santa in that film, I'm like, okay, good. It's I'm ready for Christmas. Let's do this thing. That that like, kind of like lights the candle for oh, me. Oh yeah,
1: and, and that's just it, right? I mean, I definitely say for me the top one would have to be Christmas Vacation. Um, I am very. I'm a very nostalgic person, so I like, uh, watching things that I watched when I was younger, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, the Muppet Family Christmas is always a good one. I mean, there's just so many, like, he, of course, uh, the Charlie Brown, the yes. classic Charlie Brown.
2: Merry Christmas, um, Charlie Brown, yep.
1: Oh, yeah, that's an absolute classic, um, I'm just trying to, like, these are some of the ones that stand out the most to me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um. You know, that's, you know, it's it's just nice to kind of cozy up on the couch and, you know, watch some uh, Christmas movie, especially on a day when it's freezing and the, the snow is falling outside, right? There's just something about that. It's yeah. just it kind of, I don't know, it, it sounds cheesy and, and, you know, that's okay. <laughs> but it just brings you a little bit of warmth, right? So I'm definitely going to be watching some Christmas movies this year for sure.
2: So do you prefer the big budget production Christmas films or would you be just as comfortable with like a Hallmark Christmas movie?
1: I mean, it's funny, right? There's always a the whole Hallmark thing. Like, I think I, I'm one of those people that I, I probably said, oh my gosh, like these movies, right? <laughs> they're so cheesy. They're so hokey. And then, you know, the next thing I know it, I'm finding myself, you know, again, back on the couch. <laughs> and I've already watched, uh, you know, something with Lacey Chabert. Yeah. <laughs> something with... Uh, Cameras came in gray, and I'm just like, what am I doing here? What am I doing, right? I mean, it is kind of, you know, th- those, those are very easy watches. And, I mean, you know, I, I almost think that we just with Christmas, too, we, we crave that little bit of cheese factor that's in those movies, right?
2: Yeah. Like, I don't even know um, whether it's, like, a Christmas factor for me personally, but I'm a big fan of them. I know we're going to slightly get off topic, but I'm a big fan of uh, the Batman series from the 60s with Adam West and that is complete cheese. Right. I mean, especially now in
1: 2019, when you see some of the things like, you know, the Joker and, and all these sort of movies, right? Like, yeah. the Marvel franchise and whatnot, like, in DC Comics, it's like, it's true. It's like, you know, there is that element of that uh, people kind of want to just, you know, it, it, it's an easy watch, so you can have one in the background and it's so true. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, I'm one of those people who has to sit and watch them, but I find myself, uh, one minute I'm like, oh, no, these these movies are horrible, and then I'm, I'm three movies deep. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I mean?
2: Well, what else are you going to do on a day where it's freezing and you just want to kick your feet up and relax?
1: Well, and, I mean, that's just it, right? Whether you're going to have a, a big cup of hot cocoa, maybe a glass of red wine, you know, it's the holidays. It is kind of something that will allow you to just kind of unwind, especially the holidays, as much as we love them, you know, you and I are both admittedly fans of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be stressful, too, right? So it's a great way to kind of unwind after your day of work, after, you know, maybe you've done some Christmas shopping. And I know for me and my family, one of the hardest things to do is to plan when we are going to get together for Christmas.
2: So what sort of you, – you mentioned your family and, like, planning to get together. So what sort of traditions do you guys have in your family?
1: Yeah, so I mean – when uh, I have two sisters, I have twin sisters, and um, they both uh, have their own families now, right? So they have, like, uh, you know, kids and stuff. They both have kids. I, I don't have kids. And uh, so they kind of have – everyone kind of has their own little tradition where my one sister, her husband's background is European. So they celebrate uh, pretty – pretty like, their big celebration is on Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. And then whereas we grew up, whereas Christmas Eve, you know, yeah, we would do something. But for us, it was really about, you know, waking up on Christmas morning, you know, my mom would be, you know, cooking the turkey. So that's the smell you'd wake up to. And, you know, then we would start off. And to be honest with you, I was that kid who was always the first up on Christmas morning, you know, I I would go down there and it would be it's black <laughs> and then i'd have to like you know w- run back up the stairs and nudge my sisters and say get up
2: get up get up it's like christmas santa's morning, been here Santa was right here. i well, yeah when i was a kid i remember i couldn't sleep on Christmas. I, yes. I could not sleep and i remember one year i was about nine years old and i think i was about eight or nine and i uh, i had asked for a pool table for uh, christmas mm. my parents had got it for me and they had stored it in the basement because we live in a, like in a bungalow. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember it was like four in the morning and I had woke my parents up and they're just like, go back to bed. I'm like, I can't. It was one of those, if you've ever seen uh, the Simpsons episode where I think Bart's a little kid and yeah. Homer builds him this clown bed and he just can't sleep, clown will eat me. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And it's classic. That, right? yeah. that was, that was me that morning. It was like four o'clock. <laughs> we just like, I could not sleep. I was so excited. So my parents got up and I'm pretty sure my dad was a little upset because he wanted to get more sleep. But mm. when we went downstairs in the basement. He pulls it out of the back, this back room. And I was just like, okay, great. Thanks. I mean, and I spent hours. I think we might even, yeah, I think we might even still have it. Like it's down in the basement somewhere. But it, it was just, it's one of those like, when I was a kid I could not sleep I couldn't kind of fathom this whole like you can't fathom what adults are like when you're a kid right they they need, they need sleep they take care of the bills and everything but I was like it's Christmas and I'm just super excited
1: it's true it's true I mean you know what though like I think that uh, the only and you're right I also you know when I was younger especially I had trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve because I was so excited about what was going to happen the next day but I also think that what, what made me want to go to sleep was knowing that, you know,
2: once I woke up, it would be here. Yeah, well, I like, now that I'm older, because, you know, my, my father, unfortunately, has since passed away, but mm. uh, I will, I'll try to sleep in more, like, I will not, get, yeah. I will, I'm sort of just telling myself that don't do anything before 9 o'clock. Yeah, you if know. you can stay in, because you also know,
1: I mean, it, my family, we tend to have like a quite a big celebration and, you know, people are eating and people are drinking and, you know, people are coming and going and it's like, you know, so it tends, Christmas Day tends to be like quite a long day, right?
2: Is as great as it is, it can be hectic and uh, I was going to ask, since CHFI and Chime are technically like the Christmas music stations for their respective reasons, do you what are your go-to Christmas songs? Oh, my God. I mean, there's so many, right? I mean, I, I do tend to
1: like a lot of the classic Christmas songs, right? Um, for me, I mean, I, I am that guy. i got to go with, uh, you know, Mariah, All I Want for Christmas is You. It's, it's a classic, right?
2: It's, yeah. I, uh, I'm not the biggest that's... fan of it, but I can understand why so many people are like, you know what, it has to be on the Christmas playlist. Why wouldn't it be? yeah and i mean i think for
1: me it was like i was probably like you know 14 15 when that song and album came out and so i just kind of like associate that with that's always playing while i'm you know decorating the tree or whatever it is at christmas time right i also love you know even from further back like you know some of the jackson five christmas stuff that's pretty classic uh stevie wonder also i'm trying to think of just off the top of my head uh you know some some great Christmas songs. Even things like you know, "Do They Know It's Christmas," mm. right? Things like, you know, "War Is Over." You know, so it, so this is Christmas. I mean, there's just so so many. I you know I remember being a kid <laughs> loving like Alvin and the Chipmunks, right? <laughs> there's just so so many great songs. Uh, do you have any particular favorites that stand out?
2: Um, I'm a big fan of. Do you know who Rockapella is? I don't know if I do. Like, we're Are they we're new? in. The, we're san diego oh like the tv show yeah yeah they they were the house okay they were the house band on that tv show they've done a ton of okay. uh of christmas music so if uh. you get a chance to search like spotify or google or itunes or apple music you'll find a ton like pentatonix is one of my favorites
1: like they do you know what they do a really good job like i know i was telling you more about ones that were like a little bit older yeah um Just because it gives me those kind of like classic nostalgic feels, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they do a really good. They do a really good. um, Their harmonies are incredible,
2: right? Yeah, you can't go wrong with like Bing Crosby or Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin either.
1: Well, yeah, and that's even taking it one step further, right? I mean, I uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the uh, the ones that I put on. Like, it's just you know, and honestly, like, it's, it's not even so much about what song or what artist is playing. It's like, I just love a good Christmas playlist. You know what I mean? If it's like, you know, you, you can go put something together and just kind of like hit, you know, hit random, hit shuffle, and then just uh, kind of have it on. And, you know, it's, everyone has their favorites. Everyone has ones that maybe, you know, aren't quite as, it's like any kind of music, right? People have, it's, it's what makes us unique is a different taste that we have.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what, I will send you my personal Spotify playlist. I'll, I'll link it to you once we're done
1: amazing and, and i will do the same i still have to create my christmas one <laughs> i have not yet done that so i will definitely have to get on that for sure but i mean it's uh you know it, it's going to be good I, I can't wait
2: i'm just i'm super stoked for like all the music and i, I the, can't the movies i can't wait to watch all the movies and listen to all the music it's, it's going to be I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of the holiday seasons to remember
1: Quickly as we wrap. Oh, I am so with you on that one. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Quickly as we wrap up here, mm-hmm. uh, you, we mentioned that you teach at uh, Mohawk, and you, mm-hmm. you teach in the radio program. So what is, Yes, yeah. What's that like in contrast well, to what you do with Chime? You know, it's completely
1: different, and it's all the same, all in one. And what I mean by that is, so I actually was a graduate of Mohawk College, right? And, you know, I had an opportunity to um, reach out to a friend of mine who was actually the program coordinator, and she was looking for some guest speakers. And then it was, so she, So I said, you know what? I said, I think I was working in Barrie at the time for a station. By chorus, uh, B101, it was top 40. I believe they're big 101 now. But anyway, and and she's like, well, you know, if you can make the track from Barry to Hamilton, you know, you can come and be a guest speaker. You know, it's not obviously a paid job, but it could be a good experience for you. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, you know what? That sounds good to me. So I went out to the class and I felt like it, you know, I, I really got that high off of, you know, talking It's like I'm seeing an event in a sense, right? Where you're like, you're getting that high off of sharing, you know, and I I don't say this like, oh, I'm so smart, but like, it's like, you know, sharing the experiences, the knowledge that you've had in the industry thus far with people who are still so fresh faced, but yet still so hungry, right? And then it's like, you know what? I wonder if they ever had something open part time, because I could still work in the industry and doing what I love. But then you know what? Let's be honest. We know this industry is ever changing. We know job changes happen. You never know what the future is going to bring, right? And I don't even say that in a negative way, but I was so I I had an opportunity to start teaching there part time about four years ago. And then I've kind of been, you know, off and on when positions were available, uh, teaching there ever since. And then what's been nice about this year is, you know, I've gotten to do three courses. You know, I mean, my schedule allowed it and the openings were there. So that was fantastic. And it's completely different from being on the air at Chime because. You know, at this point I've been on air for a while and I definitely have my my routines and my, you know, process for going on air and how I like to prepare and whatnot. But but I still as much as like when you're in school, you're never alone yeah. <laughs> and you're always surrounded by students, you know, hashtag we love our students at Mohawk College. But I I still enjoy going into the radio station and doing the show. Like I'm on air tomorrow, I'm I'm already looking forward to it, right? So it's like you know, I, I, I but I like that they all revolve around working in the radio industry and that I'm able to do both. You know, I wouldn't want to just do one and not the other. It's nice to kind of fuse both together. So but it's so very different. Right.
2: I can imagine, you know, I mean, I remember going through a radio program here in Toronto and just I was sort of in awe of the people that were my professors that I was now working alongside of. I mean, I don't I've kind of. Figured out this formula to how not to get starstruck. But. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, at the end of the day, every, like, you know, whether you're talking about me or, you know, somebody like Marilyn Dennis or Ryan Seacrest, it's like, at the end of the day, we're all just people, yeah. right? And it's like, I think that the biggest thing is there is, you know, I think that the best personalities, and that goes for radio, TV, podcasting youtube is, is those people who are relatable right so it's like not to say that you can't joke around about things like i'll always joke around about some silly things especially like if i'm doing like a live or if I'm, you know doing like a podcast but it's like you know what makes people dr- be drawn to you in your podcast is the fact that people kind of you know feel like they get to know you a little bit more right now that they know that they like yeah that you're into the holiday season and this sort of thing it's like you know so that's you know don't ever be afraid to, you know, reach out to people because you also never know who's gonna say yes.
2: I was well, that was the thing. because uh, I I talked to one of your friends, I talked to Kat Carter on an earlier. I love episode. Kat.
1: I love Kat. No, she's doing it right because she left and she's in the Bahamas. She, yeah. So she she's got the right idea.
2: And um I suppose I can admit this because I, I did a behind the scenes episode on mm. our interview. But I felt so bad because Kat and I had set this thing up. And yep. my Wi-Fi would not hold. I wonder
1: if it's because she was like she was on Wi-Fi in the Bahamas, though.
2: No, it's it's my Wi-Fi here.
1: Oh, do you, oh you don't have high speed? Is that what it is?
2: It's well, it's not the highest that it could be. So right. Um, well, you
1: know, internet's expensive. <laughs> that's, that's
2: true. So I'm just happy that through our interview, it's holding and everything seems to be going well. Well. I'm so happy with that. No, I,
1: I'm, uh, I'm like I said, I live in Toronto, but I'm staying with a friend in Hamilton and she has, uh, she has great Wi-Fi and stuff. Cause she, uh, you know, she, she's also a teacher. She's a full-time teacher at Mohawk. And so, I mean, we are on our laptops or on our phones pretty much 24 seven. So, I mean, that's the way the world, though, right? And, You're not and, and, living on social media. You're, you know, like you and I were corresponding through email and then through Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, social media is something I'm also passionate about. So I think that it's, uh, it's important to stay connected that
2: way, too. I, well, yeah, the thing about like social media and Instagram and even this show, I'm, I'm surprised that like I reach out and people are like, yeah, I want to do the show. I'm like, you do. And then some people that I've interviewed are like, yeah, I've listened to your show. You, you, you have. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, to be honest, I actually I don't think I caught the whole thing, but I did catch a clip of your interview with Kat Carter on Instagram. And I mean, I was and then when you had reached out to me, I think, you know, maybe shortly after that, I was like, okay, that's good. I was like, you know what? Like, uh, that sounds good to me. And I think that in this industry, you know, it's best to seize as many opportunities as you can to get yourself out there. Right. So it's like you just never know. You know, I, I really don't like to say no to things like this because I think that every, every outlet's a positive outlet to kind of get yourself out there. Right. So, and the fact that you just even, you know, you could have literally thought of anybody in the industry and, you know, you decided to to go for CAD and then you decided to reach out to me. So, you know, I really appreciate that too.
2: Well, I appreciate that you wanted to do the show and that you were so keen to do the show. And let me pick your brain about Christmas in the radio industry. Uh, last question. Mm -hmm. If, if your life, if you could live your life as a Christmas movie on a loop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which one would it be?
1: First of all, such a great question. <laughs> and second of all, I think I will—you're gonna change my name from Will Nash to Clark Griswold. I am now Clark Griswold in, in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I, I'd say some swear words, and then I'd be like, "Where's the at all?"
2: <laughs> there you go. Just drop a few. Salt and pepper your language with a few four-letter words, and then just wears <laughs> the all
1: Because you know, I love that movie. You know, it's that time.
2: Christmas time is here. Oh man, you can't go. I know wrong- too much. <laughs> can't, you can't go wrong with Christmas vacation. But Will, I want to. You, you I, really can I want. I want to thank you for uh, wanting to come on the Beats and Speaks podcast, and for the time that you and I have gotten to spend today. So quickly before I let you go, if you're on social media, where can they find you? You can find me everywhere at Will Nash on air. Perfect. Will, I want to thank you again. This has been an absolute blast. Keep in touch. And if you ever want to come back and do another episode, my inbox is always on. My door is always open. And you are always welcome here.
1: Honestly, thank you so much, Lee. Anytime you want to have me back on, I'm more than happy to do so. And again, thanks for thinking of me and have a great day. And can I say this? Merry Christmas.
2: It's legal. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and happy whatever other holiday there is. Happy Hanukkah, out there. happy
1: Kwanzaa. We get everybody, right? We'll just so, get yeah, everybody inclusive.
2: We'll we'll loop everybody in there. I mean, happy holidays to you, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. And thank you again, sir. Thank you so much.
0: Well, there it is. There you have it. There you go. And because it's November and Christmas, why not? Ho ho ho! My interview with Will Nash. Will, thank you for coming on the show. It was a real pleasure to have you on to talk about your love of Christmas, your radio career, and what you're doing at Mohawk College. So shout out to all the radio students at Mohawk College. Will, if you want to play this for your students, feel free, be my guest. And if they can stomach the guy that doesn't sound like you, who's just a happy weirdo with a microphone, who's happy to have you on a show, then good. I guarantee you somebody's listening to this thinking, this guy's had 10 cups of coffee. And you'd be close. It's probably more like nine and a half. and Thank you again to Will Nash for coming on the show to interact with Will. Please do follow him on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Will Nash on air. Of course, I will link all that below. You can check him out on 96.7 Chime FM, and please do because he's a good guy. I will link the station website below as well. But that wraps up another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find us on your favorite podcast app and player of choice, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. Please do like and rate us five stars and leave reviews on your favorite podcast app and player of choice. If you'd like to be a future guest right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast, please email me at leetdickey at gmail.com. And we can set something up and go from there so you and I can have a conversation right here on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. But well, that wraps up another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. That's it. I'm Lee Dickey, and I'm signing off because right now I'm going to go contemplate all my life choices and probably sign up for Disney+. Plus. You guys have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace! LeeTDickey.com.